Next, I'd like to introduce. Throw your hands in the hay if you're a true player. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? That boy is good. Good and terrible. You hold your breath when Shaquille O'Neal comes careening into your lap. Well, he's going to give a little special greeting to Daniel Baldwin right here. This brothers should have a boxing match against the Baldwin brothers. Really? We'll take them out in the first round. Who would you take on? I'm Youngest, I'm medium, old? On all three of them, actually. I, now that I really think, yeah, I wouldn't need any help. I think you two dudes are going to become real homies. Where do we find these guys? Oh, man, I hate those guys. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Welcome to the Daniel Baldwin Show. I'm here live Mm. with Joshy Josh. Hello. And and, and noticeably in the studio is Minus Larry Love. Minus Larry Love. Now, it just came to me as I was walking in the door, the ousting of Larry Love. I have no material ready for you, so I'm going to speak from the heart. The show may not be able to continue without Larry. Oh, Larry, this is the most love that Larry Love has ever felt. Larry, Larry Dickman is a key component to the show. Now, some of the producers of the show, I guess, are experimenting with just you and I in the studio. Mm. And I think that the public outcry will be dramatic. It, I mean, it will be. I think it'll, it will be I, outcry. I think it'll be dramatic. I think uh, I lost it on Polly as I walked in because I wasn't told that Larry wasn't coming. So it was one of those, you know, the big guys, the big power, take advantage of the little guy like me. You know, they, 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 yeah, want to, yes. they want to keep me down. So I did the, you know, the, the, the temper tantrum Hollywood, you know, thing that I know how to do. I probably didn't go over well, but, um, but you I did. You stood but, up for your friend Larry Love. You know what? Larry Dickman is a cornerstone to the show. He's a cornerstone to the show. As a matter of fact, I will move forward mm. the segment that we were not going to open with. But I am going to do, without him here, we're oh. going to have to speculate as to what Larry would answer this question. We have an update on the win a dream date with Larry. And this email came in from Tawanda Blackley. Oh, wow. Tawanda Blackley says, how can we see what Larry looks like? I've been Googling him, and I can't find nothing. Does Larry like sisters? Oh. Now, I don't have Larry here to answer that question as we've been running this contest. We'd have to ask. Can we shoot that question out to Larry for a quote? Then maybe maybe. we can find out. I mean, is Larry, you know, and I I think that she's indicating that this would be an interracial relationship here. I don't think he's close to that. I think Larry's an open minded man. But we're we're, we're stuck here now. We're we're speculating. speculating. Can we get Paulie in after the break for a special guest star so he can explain to us? We can tell the I think he may have crapped his pants after you yelled at him, to be honest with you. Really? You think so? Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, I mean, I had to go big dog on him. If I come in soft in the first controversy, you went big dog. You know now, of course, I'm I'm beginning called into the principal's office already. Did you hear about this? I I I don't think I yeah. Did you hear some of it? I heard some of it. So I'm because I was in the principal's office after our show. What was a Thursday show? Our show or your show? No, after we did it Thursday, right? And then we were off Friday because of the women's game, right? Right. So I didn't see against you Mertz, Friday. Against, what was it Morgan State? How'd I we do? I, I How'd think, we do? I think it was a, a massacre. Yeah, I think it was, it was pretty good. But, it was a slaughter. But then we. But then I saw you that night at the game. But in between there. Oh, and I loved that. By the yeah. way, yeah. Oh, you heard Joshy saying, "Yeah, there's. Yeah, no, I, I'm. I'll be home with the family watching that. You know what though? The great one. He did. The, he gave you the nod with the ESPN TV seats. Yeah, and I think it's all because we went a little. We went a little far on Thursday, and he came in and he talked to me. Did he? And he goes, uh, "What'd you get?" 
Well, I think the, we we had named the uh, we had named the organization a certain organization. American Naked League is what we'll call it, right? Right, right. The acronym for that. Right. And he had come in. and He said, "You know, it's you know, it's just got to be careful. Just don't go too far with that stuff." I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I'm seeing the. You know, you have to remember, I'm coming out of in radio. My experience in radio for those people. And we've had some people call in before and say. You know, these guys are getting a little crazy on the, mm. for an ESPN show. But remember where I come from. My experience on radio is Howard Stern. Exactly. Where I've guest starred several times. Yeah. I'm probably one of the only human beings to ever get a standing ovation and get Stern to walk off the air. Oh. Got him to walk, go into emergency commercial break because I shot him down. Shot him down on live radio. That's so, a story. So that, that, I'll, I'll tell you that story one day. So anyway, you know, so I, I know that, uh, not that I'm going for a shock jock, you know, thing here, but, uh, you know, you guys are the go-to place mm. in the morning with your show. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the cornerstone, I believe, of this building. Thank you. Now, when it comes to sports, it is a lot of color, a lot of knowledge, a lot of stuff, but it's pretty straight. You know, it's uh, some opinionated and shaded, and it's very much a, a Syracuse University, Buffalo Bills, New York Giants. You know, we stay right. within the state, and, and, and the bread and butter is SU. So, you know, here I come, coming out of L.A., you know, and, and, and being somebody who's an actor and not stereotypically, but I, I have a, a pretty good knowledge of sports, mm -hmm. um, but I come in to do my thing, which yeah. was be that wild card, be that guy. Um, uh, so I don't know how the hierarchy works in reference to what happened today with Polly, but to have someone remove someone from my show without mm -hmm. coming to me and talking to me about that first, that's unheard of where I come from, mm -hmm. you know, so the temper tantrum with it would be, I'm not going on, you know, which I'm not going to do. The show must go on. The show must go on even without Larry. Larry. <laughs> Quick, we'll throw Larry under the bus. <laughs> For 175 bucks a Here show. We go. Look Come at on, this. Larry. Look at Larry, Larry, Larry. Larry's dead to me. Oh. He's dead to me. No, he's gonna feel. Larry's gonna feel loved. Larry's back on the air. Don't worry about okay. that. <laughs> this, this, is a mo this is a momentary suspension. Daniel Baldwin making a statement here on ESPN. Larry's back on the air. I, I can't do the show without Larry. I can't. Look at the hashtag. Uh, where is Larry already trending on? Is, he, on go is he going? It's going. Is he going? I mean, this is this is if, if, if can you imagine? I'm gonna have to go home, and I'm gonna have to see Robin, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna have to have Robin go. Is Larry going to be back on? Yeah. Is Larry going to be That's back gonna on? That's going to be the hardest thing for you. Can we get the great one, the great Ed Levine, to call in? Does he ever call in? No, he does not. He will never call in? No, he's behind the he's behind the curtain. He's Oz. Yes, he's, he's the, the Oz. Great, he's, he's the great and powerful Oz. <laughs> but it, but that but that can't, that brings us to Friday, where I saw you at the game, is because he and I had a conversation. He is a fan of the show, Daniel. Fear not. Oh, no, no. I know. He likes and, the show. And, 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 you know, remember, too, I'm trying to find my way. Same, you know? I mean, same here. So, so, I come from the rock radio world. We have different boundaries to play in. He was just letting us know the boundaries. Well, but, but where I'm coming from, I haven't done anything that would be questioned, you know, as being risque or mm -hmm. anything so far. I mean, you would not believe what we would talk about. And I'm sure you've listened over the years to Stern and some of the yeah. stuff. So, that, you know, I haven't approached using an acronyms and stuff that I've done. <laughs> We'd have been talking about how it was done. And, you know, I mean, yeah, for the sure. The weird thing about sports radio i've learned is mm -hmm. that they like to watch guys smash their heads together for four hours at a time but then when it comes to their sports radio they like it to be rather straight laced and that's not us we we are uh... so let me let me yeah. now that i've simmered down and gotten into the show publicly yeah, yeah. i want to publicly apologize to paulie wow i'm going to publicly apologize to him and say i did lose it um i think it would have been better had you come to me and told me that you were changing one of three guys on the show but that does not exonerate me from having to say, I apologize, I'm sorry, I lost it, 
please, if you're going to make a change in the show, come to me and Josh, or go to Josh if you feel more comfortable. And I think, and I, to and me. The, uh, you know what? That might even be on me because he had. Uh, we had mentioned the. Ooh, no, the uh, onion becomes unfilled. You knew. I knew as of like an hour ago. Do you know what Larry did? What? Larry walked in and he said, you have three minutes left for the show, Daniel, and uh, they're going on soon, mm. and I will be out here. And I, went, I looked at him and I said, what? Oh. He goes, yeah, no, I've been told. I, I, I can't comment on well, it. Well, see, that's Larry trying to stir the pot. What, do you Larry? Think that was Larry? Or is that Larry being um, more what I'm saying you should be? You should let me know that before I walk in and go, where's Larry? We should let you know. And what is happened it a combination? Was- is it a combination? Is Larry stirring it? Is Larry what? Was Larry the oh, he's definitely the- stirring the pot, but also, also. Does Larry want to be on the show deep down? Yes, he does. He does. He, he loves, loves it, right? He loves it. He loves He wants to Wanda Blackley to call. Yes. And he wants to date. He is as happy as he's ever been sitting See? on the air. See, how can you do that to It's Larry like someone to took his Christmas presents away Polly from him. Goes, Polly goes. <laughs> what? So I snap at him. You make, a, you make a, a change on my show? And you don't tell me first? He goes, do you want to have him in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I Here's where I, I will take some of the blame. He has said, did you talk to Daniel? I thought he was in reference to the us not staying in our boundaries on Thursday show. I no, did not no, take I've been waiting. I've been waiting for, for Ed to give me the finger. He gave me the, you know, the, the, the come over here you yeah. know, like your mom does. Yeah. Well, he mentioned at the end, yeah, we, we, we probably, and, and Robin said, oh, you're getting sent to the principal's office. Yeah, and, and, sure. I, and, I, and we had discussed that before today's show. I said, hey. So, it's so where 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 is he? Is he going to get the paddle? What is he doing? Uh, he's he's probably on his luxury yacht right now in the south of France and listening. He is, he's not he's not going to the Iona game tonight. He might be there. He'll be leering in. He'll be leering in. He'll be leering in. So then I walk in on Friday night's game and I see you and you're all excited to see me. But that's why I was there is because the great powerful Led Levine, after we'd had our, our meeting at the principal's office, said, "Do you want to come to the game tonight?" So, but 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 I feel like you're holding back. I feel yeah. like there was more that happened in the in the. Is is there a is there a uh, um, because the actor thing? Do, is there like you know, I'm the outsider, so people no. are going to tread carefully. No, or no, something, no one's or? treading carefully. Because you can let me have it right between the eyes. No. Just tell me ahead of time. No one's treading carefully. A captain has a right to know the Absolutely. condition of his ship. Absolutely, and it was, and he was very complimentary. He just said, "I think that Daniel, coming from his world, and me coming from my world." You don't really know the sports radio boundaries. We're both still learning. And he said, just today, it might have been a little out of the boundaries. Could we be creating new boundaries on the show? I mean, that's also a discussion to be had. It is a possibility. It is a possibility. And that's why I'm going to open with the Saints and Bills. Oh. Now, let's talk about the Buffalo Bills will stop at nothing to entertain their fans. Down 47 to 10 in the fourth quarter, the Bills unleashed and undressed. A Bills Mafia member who eluded security on his way to a coast-to-coast score. I say sign him immediately, Josh. Yeah, he, the, the joke was that he got more yards than the Buffalo Bills in that game. He, he found the end zone. <laughs> he did find he the down, end zone. He found the end zone for sure. Now, now, this man was arrested. He's unidentified so far that I can find. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a name on him yet? It was uh, Tristan something, Liberty. It's tr- his name's Tristan. But his nickname, do you have it? No, tell me. Senior Wiener. Well, he has well, a nickname. It, well, here's one for you. It is rumored that he was a, a former South Carolina University wide receiver. Ooh. This is a hot take. Did you know that? I did not. You did not know no, that. No, I did and not. You don't, and you obviously do not know the significance of him being a South Carolina University. No, I'd like to. Well, why don't you Google South Carolina and announce to our audience their mascot? South Carolina is. The Gamecocks. The Gamecocks, ladies and gentlemen. 
Tristan is a Gamecock, ladies and gentlemen. He surely is. He sure is. I didn't know that. That's good to know, dude. He is. He is. He's a South Carolina grad. He played under Steve Spurrier. Oh. And uh, uh, and, and so, so there you are. That's exciting. <laughs> now, let me ask you. Yeah. Was was there was there uh, uh, um, um, some... some trepidation in the Learjet just now as that line came across? Or do yes. you think, or, <laughs> no, are, are, are we on the line? Are we below the line? Are we flying even with the line? I think we're flying even, Daniel. By Roman. making a sports reference? Yeah. Like they see how smooth that transition yeah. was? Larry! Larry. I, miss, I, I don't see Larry. I feel... I, I gotta tell you. I feel I feel, you feel like you can't go on? I, I can go on. I can go on. The show must go on. It feels like the Beatles are missing George Harrison right now. Is that what it kind of feels like? It feels like, uh, you know, not a whole hand, but... You know, a thumb. Mm-hmm. A thumb. Yeah. You the know, opposable I, thumb. I feel like I'm missing my left thumb. Missing Not, Larry's. I throw with my right. I can still get through, but I'm missing that left thumb. We're missing that kind of dead stare. We're missing his. Right. So you're holding the fork. <laughs> if you're right handed, you're cutting the knife with your sure. right hand. But you're stabbing with your fork, yeah. and I'm just doing it with my fingers now. You know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not really. Firmly holding my meat right. without Larry. No, no, you're I'm not. not. I'm not. No, you're not. I, it's quite apparent. Actually. Hashtag where is Larry skyrocketing in the Twitter trends right now? What are the chances? What are the chances? I'm just going to put this out yeah. there. That Paulie accepts my apology and somewhere in this in this show mm-hmm. sends Larry in for a special guest or moment. I mean, that that could... Is it possible? It's, I think it's. I think it's within the realm, the realm of possibility. I think it's possible. I think a major, a major shakeup was made. That that he's already on the phone going, lose Hollywood, <laughs> lose him. I don't care how many downloads. Now speaking of that again, yeah. I, I I understand that there are some updates in. Uh, you know, first of all, I got I got to give when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Axe called it. Yeah. Axe he called it. He did call the Wake Forest. He game. did call the Wake Forest. I went against him. I have been already stenciling my name in his walking spot, parking mm-hmm. spot, yeah. slash bathroom yeah. key, all of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking sure. to take it all. If sure. he's got a wife, I might have a second one oh, to start a harem. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm making the move on him. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. I don't know how successful I'm going to Oh, wait a minute. Mm. Wait a minute now. This is a little bit of an Oliver Stone-esque kind of reference I'm going to make here because I'm going conspiracy theory. Is there a possibility... That Axe and Paulie are in bed together, Uh-oh. sabotaging the show by removing Larry the Legend. They were nervous. I think that's. I think that's a. I think Paulie. There's and a second Axe gunman. Are here. There's a second gunman. Paulie got me from the grassy knoll. <laughs> Paulie was in the grassy knoll. Yeah. And Axe was handing him. No doubt. Axe was the guy that had the umbrella. You know yep, the umbrella. The umbrella story, man. Right? Yep. Axe is the umbrella man, but Polly's the shooter. Oh. Polly's the shooter for sure. And they saw us creeping up, and they wanted to take us out at our knees. I say, I say we Larry change Dickman. this. I say we sh- change this. Yeah. I say we have an open invitation for segment three. Okay, I'm willing to move material. I mean, vast research that has mm-hmm. been done for this show today. Okay. I believe I have a. I believe I have Polly on the phone. I, I no. I think Polly gets the invitation. He's on the phone. He's already at the dome. He has a Do, game tonight. He, he, so he's on the phone. Oh, let's bring him in. Let's bring him in. Let's bring him in. This is very. This is exclusive. He never calls. Never. Paulie, you're on the air. I didn't take Larry off the show. All right. I moved. I moved him to another desk. If you would like to have Larry in studio, just say Larry, come in studio. I I need. I need to once again, while you're on the phone, make a public apology to um, raising my voice to you and acting in a threatening manner. That was. Uh, that was. That was not necessary of me. I should have quietly pulled you aside and told you how uncomfortable I was. Without Larry. 
it's okay. I have seven brothers. I'm used to it. So I like it. So like he can it. handle it. So we can't have you in here. Because uh, I'm fascinated by the producer's dynamic of why Larry the Legend was removed. I'd like to hear that. Can we talk about that right well, now? Well, Larry, he was a little overwhelming, I thought. And if you want him on every segment, you just call him in. The, 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 the funny thing is that Larry was a distraction. I guess. We spent a lot of time talking about Larry, and now all we have done that he's been out of the studio is talk about Larry <laughs> in almost an amazing, ironic so, twist. So do you think we... we no, well, that's it. That, see, now those are producer notes that if they're helpful knowing the market, which you know better than I do, is particularly this market. So why would we not talk about... What are we doing too much? Are we just talking to him too much? Because he doesn't say anything but go... <laughs> he has no emotion. Yeah, he has no, no, but when he's standing right in front of you guys, you guys tend to scream Larry a lot. Larry. So we're just making Larry. <laughs> well, that's like saying the F word, you know? I know. I mean, we're just saying it. We're just you know? saying we're it. We're just saying it. But, 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 so, so do we, he can, we, we need he can to. still be a huge part of your show if you want. I just, you know, just let's make him more of a, you, you call him in and have him in. He's like, a, you know, and there's a, I think there's a microphone right at his desk. Ew, there used to be oh. oh, so you know what we're gonna now we're gonna reduce him to. So if we podcast him, he's gonna be the guy on Home Improvement that was over the fence, Peering over the, the neighbor. Fence. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be the. We might have to change his name from Larry to whatever that guy's name was. To, to Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> All no, right. Boom, Larry You're Wilson. Saying, Larry, we need you this segment going into it, and then he'll be in there for the segment. Okay, so before we transition, quick prediction: uh, um, Syracuse favored by ten against Iona at home. Where are you going, Polly? I would I would take uh, I would take Syracuse. There you go. You heard. It. All right. We you will take our Pauly. first. Thank you, Paulie. Thank Later. you. Very a very hot fifteen minutes there here on the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. We will come back, take our first break. Talk to maybe Larry. Bring Larry in here. Oh, I, I kind of like the idea that he's out there. Uh, I don't he might, <laughs> well, but we should experiment having him out there talking to us and see, does that loosen him up a little? He's in his element better out there? Oh, man, I don't even know how to bring him in. I'll work on that. And what does he want to say about Tawanda Blackley? I don't know. I think he's open to everything. We, I, we will come back. We uh, are live. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse. Text line is open, 315-288-0644. This is ESPN Radio, Daniel Baldwin Show. Thursday, the Orange women take on Maryland Eastern Shore. Orange pregame starts at 645. On the pulse of the Orange, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. ESPN Radio Syracuse, the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hello. And I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't take long to see things happen under the tutelage of the great one, Ed Levine. From Learjet, Ed has piped in to let us know that it really doesn't matter what Paulie says. Free Larry is wow. the consensus. Twitter has spoken. The phones have rang off the hook. People are, are threatening to boycott, mm. quite honestly. Mm-hmm. They're talking about boycotting not just the products that are advertised on this show, but they're talking about boycotting all of the products that are that are that are garnered by ESPN. Why? Because the public has spoken, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I figured out. Larry I, Dickman. There it is. Larry. Larry. Well, I guess I'd like to thank my mom for calling in and coming to my defense. That was very nice of her. The text yes, it line. was. Free Larry are the texts that are coming in right and now. And it's then. hashtag Free Larry. Wow. I've been in the business almost 20 years. I have never seen this kind of uh, eruption over something so insignificant 
like my contribution mm-hmm. to you a know, sports show. I think what the, the, the I think the belief in the building is that you weren't that you weren't that important to the Daniel Baldwin no. show, and clearly Daniel has said that you are. Now you know how I feel about what's going on in the NFL. Yeah. I want you to know mm-hmm. that I'm going to be at the Iona game tonight. Yeah. That I intentionally bought seats right by Ed Levine because <laughs> he keeps telling me about how expensive his seats are. Oh. And I was going to kneel during the national anthem because of this situation. Wow. <laughs> I was wow. going to kneel. I, I, I could see myself on a single knee if Larry hadn't been put back in this room. Flipping the script for Larry Dickman, producer to the stars. I could. I could see it. I can absolutely see it. I'm glad that you're back. You're an integral part of the show. Well, I, I, for the record, I never left. I was only about 10 feet away. He was at a different desk. Yeah. You know, that's I'm, like that's like saying, um, uh, you know, my wife was in the other room and it was the same as being in bed with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's really not the Are same. Are you inviting me to bed? No. No, was I was that? not inviting you. To, oh, but, okay. but speaking of which. Oh, oh. Tawanda Blackley has now entered the Mm -hmm. heavy competition, I must say. And as we screen them with your criteria, Tawanda does fit with one exception. Yep. Tawanda, let me go back and read. Did you happen to hear, Tawanda, what your I, question I, was? I did let hear. Our, for, for our fans out there, let's... let's. I've heard everything so, that's gone on since about 2.59. So, <laughs> Tawanda Blackley says, how can we see what Larry looks like? I've been Googling him and can't find nothing. Does Larry like sisters? Well, the reason you can't find anything for Larry Dickman is Larry Dickman is not my real name, oh. so that would. <laughs> well, we don't know. Don't, now, do, do we, do we, we we realize that this is the name that we gave you, <laughs> yes. but but I mean, yeah. are, you, are you are you coming out of the closet right How now? How dare you, you pull back the curtain? No, seriously, I'm very sorry. Uh, <laughs> we could post the Larry Dickman picture. Which, can, uh, you, we you could, could be but anything we won't. you want, Larry. I, uh, no one needs to see my face. That's why I'm in radio. No? That's why I got no? in the radio okay, in the well, year 2000. Well, well, okay, so we've answered the first part of the question, uh-huh. which is how can we, and the answer to one is you're going to have to take our word for it. Larry is very handsome. He's yeah. a 10 out of 10. He's very handsome. On what scale? Ten out of ten. On the ugly <laughs> scale? On the, on the, yes. <laughs> on the undesirable scale? On the li- um, bridge troll scale, yes. You are a 10 out of 10. <laughs> the uneffable scale? Wow. Yes, you are. You're on that scale. I'm not buying that at all. I think, I think Larry's very handsome. So, mm-hmm. Larry, the second part is, are you okay with an interracial relationship? Yeah, I don't care. He does. Larry he'll, doesn't he'll care. He'll take what he I'll can take it anywhere. <laughs> take it anywhere, why, Tawanda. Why would, why would I care? Yeah. He's I, a man yeah, uh, of the, listen, he's, uh, the new listen, era. I feel so. We're going to put Tawanda as our first finalist. Wow! So Tawanda. Now we have uh, been getting thousands of emails and texts and and uh, and messages to the date Larry Dickman contest. I just want you to know I'm pre-screening. I'm running this with this program here, obviously. And and I have to t- <laughs> and I have to tell you, mm-hmm. she's a real looker. This one. Oh yeah. She's a real looker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. You have a picture. Oh yeah. I, we don't want to get. I think that would be unfair to the future contestants. I think it would, yeah. If I was to release this picture right now, it's like the dating game. They're behind a wall, right? I'm now. gonna say she's almost like an iman looking, like kind of exotic. Ooh. And I'm on the model. What? She looks a little imanish. Yeah, but younger. She's what? younger. I don't even know what that is. You don't know who Iman is? No. Larry is not a man of culture. No. <laughs> no. Larry's not savvy to the, the no. supermodels. No, he is not. Well, that's unfortunate. Larry. Yeah, well, he's familiar well, we, with supermarkets, not supermodels. <laughs> okay, so so then so he's he's, he's familiar with supermarkets. Yeah. Let's say she's aisle five at Wegmans. Ooh, 
Now that is going to look. Is that the granola fun. aisle? <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the aisle that might be. That might be cookies is. and granola. That's, yes. Ooh, all right. Clearly, a okay, fat so man. I am I'm, up. <laughs> I'm on board with that. Is that the I'm chip aisle? Yes. Images mm-hmm. of Iman. Oh, yes. So that I can show them to. Don't say his name because we're saying it too much. Larry. Mm. <laughs> I had a feeling this was going to be an issue. <laughs> so, well, well, it's been okay, the biggest okay, issue. Okay, okay. So, 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 how many uh-huh. shows have you produced in your career? In my career, or in general? in your whole career? I, I don't know, a dozen. A dozen I shows. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I, I can see. I mean, that, wow. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. In a short amount of time, you've l- learned some of my personality. Yeah. You certainly know Josh's, and you've worked under Paul, correct? I have, yeah. Would you have approached the situation the same as Paulie and not come to me first to tell me that we were making the significant change? Uh, it, it could have been handled differently. Yeah. Would, you're not answering the question. Would of course you, not. Yeah. <laughs> of course okay. not. Because he has to respond to Paulie. Yeah. He has to answer to Paulie. <laughs> Paulie's my boss. I, I'm not going to throw him <laughs> under the bus as he throws me under the bus every week. We'll see week. how long that lasts. Oh. Oh. Larry, that's Iman. Oh, that's what Iman looks like. Mm. You've never seen her before? Nope, never saw never saw her before in my life. She was married to Bowie, right? David Bowie. David Bowie. Yeah. Wow. She was married to Bowie. That's Not for sure. anymore, though. Right. Yeah, we know. <laughs> well, there's some. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, there have been some ch- 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 changes. Ah! Thank you. Thank you. Right. Try the veal. It's the best in the city. Well, we'll come back and we'll talk sports. Do we have sports? Yeah, we should, we, we, we probably have, do that, have, I think, at some We point. have some sports. We <laughs> talked about the Buffalo Bills streaker. We did the streaker, And sure. the fact that, let me remind you, for, well, how much time do we have? Are we, are we going out? Are we going out right now? Do we have a minute? Yeah, I got like a minute if you want to take a minute. 47 to 10? It's embarrassing. 47 it's embarrassing. to 10 for the Bills. I mean, boy, and, 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 and we're going to come back and we're going to talk Syracuse football Wow, you know, I'm, I'm I'm really disappointed at the showing. I really am disappointed at the Wake Forest and, loss. And and, and and I'm I, I'm uh, um, I'm really concerned now. What happens? I'm really concerned. I think it shows how much Eric Dungy, uh, how important he is. Like he didn't play poorly. The quarterback didn't play. No, no, he he started. We'll get into all of that. Let's get into it when we come back with your texts, of course. Two eight eight zero six forty four. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio Syracuse. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Robin has come up with something that I think we might want to take a look at embracing. It is called. Naked Day. Oh. We have had Naked Day before at home, where we literally from still at home, honey. Yeah, we've had Naked Day at home. I I, I don't need any interruption. Thank you. <laughs> um, Daniel Baldwin show weekdays from three to four. ESPN Radio ninety seven point seven one hundred point one twelve hundred AM and fourteen forty AM. Orange Nation, noon to two. ESPN Radio ninety seven point seven and one hundred point one. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Did you feel for a moment there, and I'm going to get off Larry mm-hmm. after this moment, did you feel it was kind of like that nobody puts baby in a corner? With Larry or with... With, with Larry. A little bit. A little bit. I felt a little bit. I will say he definitely feels, uh, he feels love. I Larry back in my life, <laughs> and I owe it all to you. You being listeners of the Daniel Baldwin That's show, right. who have I do. filled the phone lines, of course, that here flooded, at the ESPN Radio flooded, Syracuse flooded. studios. So, Josh, yeah. Syracuse University football, Wake Forest, 64. They hung 64 points. 
to Syracuse's 43. And, you know, I, we're at the game and we're watching it go on. And, you know, and there, I, I knew nothing was safe because they were just, it was a track meet. And it looked like it was going to end, you know, 50 to 43. And then the, the, the most decisive thing, Wake goes on a 24 to nothing run in the yeah. fourth quarter. And, and, and then it's over. So, so now we're stuck with four wins. We must win the next two. And that puts us in a possibility to go to the pinstripe bowl with probable opponent being Nebraska. That's no easy task. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the quick loan bowl, quick lane bowl against Western Michigan. I like our odds against Western a little bit better. Or the Independence Bowl against Western Kentucky, which either of those two games, I think we have a higher opportunity to win the, the bowl game itself. But I got to go back now to two must-win games. And now, remember with the common opponent of beating Clemson, that's a big, big straw in your cap. So, you know, as these bowl games fill up, and I believe we have 59 of the 78 teams picked now. So Syracuse is still in the hunt. Uh, but I got to say, you know, I mean, how much are you going to hang on not having Dungy a quarterback? He was banged up. He did not play. Um, you know, 43 points should be enough to win a football game. You know, so is is it really we're going to look at not having Dungy when a backup quarterback comes in and scores 43 points? Yeah. You know, with with no starts this year. So 43 points they put up. And you get mowed over for 64. I'm really concerned about the defense, and I'll tell you why. Louisville has the number one offense in the ACC, and they're at home, where mm-hmm. we have not been very good on the road. Yeah. So uh, that does not smell anymore like you know we're going to go and we're going to do a number on Louisville. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm doubting our opportunity now to get into a bowl game this year. I really am. I think, I think we're in trouble. I mean, flashback to us in here two weeks ago. Three weeks ago, we're like they might they might get seven wins, they might get eight wins, and here we are fighting for fighting for six. And I think that you're right. I think that it's not a dungy issue. I think you've got a young defensive line who got tired and they got ran through literally against Wake. Yeah, they they wow, uh, you know, twenty four points in the fourth quarter. They just rolled over. Them. They had they seemed to have that gear. Wake Forest did, and Syracuse couldn't respond. You know, in in a boxing match like that. And this was more like a prize fight. You know, you, you come in, you, you feel each other out the first couple of rounds, each of them scoring, but not no domination by anyone. And then someone just goes boom, 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 and they hit you and they mm-hmm. rock you a little bit. Now you're leaning on the ropes and you're saying, hey, how am I going to recover? And you get your win back, and then boom, 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 you hit them back. And that seemed to be the flow of the game. Syracuse at one point went up by 14, and then here comes Wake, and you're waiting to see who's going to hit that knockout punch. And certainly it was Wake that delivered the heavy blows in the late rounds, you know, unanswered four touchdowns Mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter. You know, it would be one thing if they had lost the game and just both defenses stunk, but... Wake shut them down in the fourth quarter to boot, along with putting 24 on the board. So when we look at common opponents, um, so Wake lost just two weeks before they lost to Louisville, 32 to 42. So, or I'm sorry, Louisville lost to Wake, 32 to 42. But they beat Florida State, 31 to 28, and they get crushed by Clemson, 47 to 21 earlier in the year. So. You know, what do you do with that information? It, it, it doesn't really weigh out because one team we beat, you mm-hmm. know. and So, I, I mean, I'm not looking at any of that as probability right now. I've always said that, and people will argue with this, I, I've used this analogy before on the show. 
when a guy's up there that has, you know, he's zero for 12 at bat, you know, in, in, in a series, and they say he's due for a hit, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe momentum is a huge factor. That's why I was hoping that we would parlay the Clemson win and go ahead and start knocking a couple of teams down. Now, for the confidence for these guys, you know, Dino has been the head coach of the team only a couple of years, so he hasn't really get to, gotten to see his guys really flourish that he brought into the program, and he won't really see the benefits of that for another two years. You really gotta, you gotta establish your offense, establish your way, you know, your offensive and defensive coordinators, the type of offense and defensive schemes that you're going to run, and then get your guys who are now going to be seniors and the, and and the second year, you know, seniors, um, you know, to really see where you're going with the program. One of the big question marks has been, is he going to be here that long? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hearing that more and more as I've delved into the sports world and I'm showing up at these games and I'm, and I'm talking to more analysts and more people and friends of mine that are national analysts, you know, guys that I know that do this, who, who Syracuse caught people's attention when they beat Clemson. I started speaking to more and more people going, yeah. you think Baber stays or is he running to Florida? Do you think Baber stays or is he going? And I'm hearing all kinds of things circulating that even if he lost two more, the Clemson game alone really? was enough. I'm hearing that he's going to get offers already at the end of the year. If he goes four and eight, you think that's a, that's enough for him to get offers? I think you have to remember that these guys know that he went four and eight in the ACC in a school that's in upstate New York, mm-hmm. you know, and not necessarily a hotbed where he's going to recruit people. You know, when you're when you're recruiting at Georgia, you're pulling guys from Florida, from you know, all the way up the Eastern Seaboard into the Carolinas. You know, when you're you're a Florida State, how many? Blue chip athletes that are from Florida, Texas, California are coming to Syracuse. Right, not a lot. You know, they're going to go to big, big programs that are that are that are getting more TV time, especially if they think that they have a chance to play in the NFL. So we have to dominate. We certainly can't let Boston College have multiple years better than us back in the Flutie years. You know, type of stuff. We can't let them go on a run and not match them because, from a recruiting standpoint, that would be a nightmare. That would be a nightmare for Coach Babers. So we face them. That's a, a for bowl purposes and also for recruiting purposes. You can always argue that point. So if we only let's say we lose to Louisville, and then we beat BC here in the dome, he gets to walk into the living room for those blue chip kids that are coming out of Vermont, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, Long you know especially where they play football, Long Island, you know where they have some big big schools, uh, New York City. You be you can walk up there and go, yeah, I know, but we killed them at home. Mm-hmm. So you want to go to that school? They had two more wins than us. Who did they beat? We beat Clemson, and we beat them. When you can say you beat somebody, that's a big thing to be able to say to a young athlete that's sitting in his living room with his mother and father going, hey, they did. They beat them pretty good. Text so, line two with a good question on the backside of that. Sorry to interrupt. Daniel, me. do you think Clemson was a fluke? Do you look at this and say, ah, Clemson was a fluke? No, no, no. I don't, I don't think. I think what it shows you... Uh, do you think Buster Douglas was a fluke? Mm-hmm. He knocked Tyson out. So was Tyson playing playing his best? his best? No, he didn't. But Buster Douglas knocked Mike Tyson out. So you know the saying on any given Sunday. That's the great thing about college football is that one one loss can knock you out of the entire picture. You can play your way back into it, but no, there's no fluke about it. They beat them 27-24 for sure. And they executed and they played well and they protected the ball and they did all those things that you talk about having to do in order to win against an opponent that nine times out of ten, if they played that as a series, 
that with the athletes they both have, Clemson would kill Syracuse in, in, in multiple times that they played them. If they played a best of seven, you know, it would have been 4-1, 4-2 at best. Mm-hmm. You know, so for sure, uh, but I don't call that a fluke. They beat them for sure. We will come back, shift gears to Syracuse hoops. Syracuse, Iona, tonight at the Dome. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, Syracuse. Home of the Syracuse Crunch. Mitchell Stevens across. Here's a shot. Score! Kevin Lynch ties the game. Atkinson left side. Shoots. He scores! Picked off by another. Peck attention. For Lynch who shoots. He scores! Kevin Lynch with 103 to go in the third period gives the Crunch its first lead. It's 3-2. to two. ESPN 97.7, 100.1, 1200 and 14.40 a.m. Sunday, the Giants are home against the Chiefs. Pre-game at noon, Big Blue plays here. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, hey, who does the? This is the Daniel. Ba- Who's doing that announcement? That's uh, Cutler. He does. Uh, he's our voice guy. Uh, he is just on the mark. It's good, right? I like him. He's got a good. I voice. like him. He does. He has an interesting voice. Syracuse hosts Iona tonight at the Dome. The Orange are favored by ten. Uh, the Gales of Iona lost their home opener, sixty-nine to sixty-seven to. Brace yourself, Albany. Oh boy! So now, now when I when I do the math, and I think about a couple of factors involved here, um, they lost to Albany. We crushed Cornell. Now I would think that Cornell Albany got to be in the same conversation. I would even say Cornell's probably a, a bigger school as far as athletics than Albany. Maybe with the exception of you know hockey mm-hmm. and uh, and lacrosse. Mm-hmm. You know maybe maybe Albany takes them there. So. Iona, who does not have a player taller than six foot nine, also has two red shirt freshmen, red faced oompalumpas oh. that they will not be playing in this game. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. Did you know that? I did not. I learned it. Okay. So, with that said, Cuse has to dominate the glass here. I mean, we, you know, you're talking about a team that they're they're undersized. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not as talented. They don't offer the kind of scholarships. They don't do. Syracuse has to pound the glass for rebounds. They should out-rebound these guys 3-1 to one for sure. Yeah. Offense and defense. They're just going to crush them. So I think if they crash, crash, crash the boards, we're looking at a Syracuse demolishing. Ooh. But uh, that's just me speaking. Mm-hmm. That's only me speaking right yeah. now. I do know that the great one looms. Do you believe? Ice hole is Quatrains from the Great One. What is this? It's time for Nostra Daniel. In a place called the Dome, where the Orange are at home, your ship surely sails as they crush the weaker gales. The Great One has spoken. (laughs) The Great One has spoken. So now that you're back, Daniel. Yes, it's me. What did you think of the team that you saw against Cornell? What did you think of them? Uh, you know, they came out early. Um, it it kind of reminded me of what we were worried about mm-hmm. when they were playing Southern Connecticut. You know, again, it, you know, I think there's probably a gear that, that we have at Syracuse, even in an off year, mm-hmm. 
that's going to beat the crap out of somebody like Albany. You know, I would not want to be in that locker room if this is a, a seven, eight, nine point game in the first half, which I think uh, the the Cornell game was, you know, was within 10, you know, in the first half. And, and then, then they, they pulled away. Yeah. Yeah, well, they came out and they just, I think they went on a 25 to two run or some yeah. nonsense, which they're fully capable of. I mean, they have, it, this is back to our, our original argument about Clemson, you know, um, you, you know, when you go through the depth chart, it's not so much what the starters can do. It's how the difference between the next guy taking that two-and-a-half-minute run to give your starter a break mm-hmm. is a guy that starts all 32 games for, yeah. for, for, for you know, for, for Albany. You yeah. know I mean, this they can't hang in the – they've got one really good guy usually or two maybe in their starting five. Syracuse has ten. Yeah. You know, the guys that would start – every guy on Syracuse, even the freshmen that aren't playing, would start on Albany. Yeah, you got to figure the starters for Cornell were not good enough, buddy. Uh, sorry, Jimmy Baldwin, uh, Jimmy not Baldwin, Jimmy Bayheim was not good enough to get into SU. So you look at these guys, and they're they're backup guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The, the, this should be. Um, but again, you know, uh, you have to execute. You got to put the ball in the hole. So yeah. you know, if your shooting percentage, which can happen, drops fifteen twenty percent because you're having a bad night, and next thing you know. Syracuse in the last few years, I've noticed too, is very three-point dependent. Yeah, you know, they, they like to shoot the three-pointers. They don't seem to ever have that Georgetown guy, the big center that's going in there and just own it inside. So they have to rebound collectively. You know, people have to run to the glass. They have to box people out. They have to do fundamental things because they don't have you know any twin tower type scenarios going on, and they have to hit their shots. So you're going to see a direct correlation throughout the season of Syracuse's top three three-point shooters. Their percentages when they're at, at their average and above are going to be in games in the ACC against big opponents. If they dwindle at all against big opponents, they're going to get clobbered. There you have it. We can, of course, recap the game tomorrow on the Daniel Baldwin Show. You know how to get involved. ESPN Syracuse on Twitter. Brent Axe is up next. Daniel. Are you going to be at the game tonight? I don't know. I told I'm going to be yeah, home. But you surprised me last I time Tonight's showed not going to be a surprise. Tonight I'm going home. Robin, the, the beautiful Robin and I will be courtside. Oh! At the game. Thank very you. Very exciting. Thank you. All right. Brent Axe is up next. ESPN Radio Syracuse. This is Orange Nation. In years past, we'd be like, well, it's Cornell, it's Colgate, whatever. We know what the outcome's going to be. This team in particular, I think, gets a lot out of these early season games. Two weeks from yesterday is the game against Maryland. Then you've got Maryland, Kansas, UConn. So this team has two weeks to kind of build its way up to playing big-time opponents. And then we're going to obviously get a real feel for what this team is all about. Orange Nation, noon to 2. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m.